You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, sponsored by Broken Egg Games. Chandler, I'm kicking right into it. Screw everything. What I'm episode Chandler. is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's 113. I did look it up. Oh, uh, welcome to episode number 113 of Line of Sight, the most professional podcast on the internet. Uh, my name's Chandler. I'm here with Jaden. Hello. And Brett. I'm also here. We're all here. The whole squad. Yay. Well done. Go, yeah. go, go, team squad. Um, there's no news whatsoever. There's nothing to talk no, about. Not at all. <laughs> We're, we're not all <laughs> super hyped about a new sci-fi <laughs> War Machine-esque well, game gonna at all. About, though, we're going to be way more hyped in, on next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're going to record next Tuesday and we're, like send out the hype cast. But I'm excited. Those models are sweet. So yeah, honestly, the model I like the, the most is the one they're not going to make. The artwork for the actual Warcaster, like... It looks I, awesome. Uh, you you do realize cool. that that's, there's a really high percentage chance that that's just Haley, right? I like it less, but still love it. <laughs> that, that, that concept got hinted, and I'm annoyed about it. Um, Official Haley haters. I know, right? Yeah. No, I'm not joining that club, sorry. You're in, buddy. You're in by association. There's nothing I mean, I'm all right, I'll tell you what, I'll be an official Haley plot hater, but I love that caster on the table far too much. No, her rules are great. Like, she's super cool, but... She was totally fair, pre-nerfs. For, uh, yeah, totally, 100%. <laughs> I definitely don't have a t-shirt with her old feet and parts of it crossed out as if they all got deleted or anything. Oh, that doesn't sound right. No. Seems about right. So, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> uh, Premature Press recently finally put out kind of the, the general info drop for the most part uh, about their new game of warcaster which will be coming out right around lock and load um, so i actually like neo mechanica better as a title is that I weird kind of do too yeah uh yeah see okay here's, here's my problem neo mechanica sounds like some generic sci-fi game warcaster sounds like a privateer press game yeah but warcasters also exist in a steampunk universe whereas yep. this is where Neo Mechanic is very clearly cyber. It is a little unfortunate they were given like the exact same name. I guess. But um, if you want to see kind of, so I, I don't want. We're not going to sit and talk about it a whole lot right now, mostly because we have a lot of kind of half information. Right. Yeah. And we don't. Um, to... Yeah, we have a lot of like teases and half information. Uh, coming up on this next Tuesday, which is the 25th of February. Uh, so if it's after that, that's not next Tuesday. It was in the past. Welcome <laughs> to podcasting. Um, but on the 25th of February, uh, they will be, uh, doing an actual, like, live streamed game of Warcaster. Um, because the problem is, is right now, even with, like, the fairly sizable amount of information they dropped on us, um, I don't even really know, like, what the game looks like. Like, <laughs> we, yeah, well, I, I know as much now as I did when I spent $600 on Relic Knights. That's um, right. Yeah. That that didn't go well. <laughs> so yeah. okay, what we do briefly know is that it's alternating activations. There's going to be but about 15 models per person on the table. You so my understanding is it sounds like Monster Apocalypse, where you have a pool of like 20 and you bring in about 10. Well, per yeah, because the thing they yeah. said was that there's 15 to 20 units. Yes. So there would be more models because squads are considered a single unit. Right, and squads are like three dudes, right? Yeah, typically. Yeah. The the thing okay, but here's the thing I love the most about this game. There's no warcaster on the table, 
you're the Warcaster. And you get to channel your spells through your things into the game. And as far as I'm aware, that's a pretty unique take on that, right? Well, and I think you also choose your spell list. Yeah, you choose your spell list at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, and and it's interesting. It seems like there. So there's there's a couple things. We'll talk about it a little bit. We're hyped about it, so whatever. Hype, um, hype. Yeah. So for one, it seems like they're taking a little bit of because one of the really great strengths of of War Machine is is the resource mechanics, yeah. right? It's Monster focus and fury and things like that. And Monster Apocalypse, which I'll, I'll mention in a second. Um, but to me, this uh, there, there's a little bit of a take in with like, hey, what if you kind of were able to, you know, we allocate focus out to War Jacks and things like that, and it's been a really great mechanic. What if you were able to kind of allocate power out to sort of everything? Yeah. Like, it sounds like literally every unit can be like, you want to put, you know, the points or whatever into powering well, this up this I, turn. I, I like that someone described it as, what if you could pay resources to give a unit a mini feat every turn? <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 basically. And so they talked about things like there's a sniper solo whose gun goes way higher range and does more damage, or there's the paladin unit that gets way faster and can attack multiple times and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Also, um, that unit di- unit's dying is like whatever, because they're all coming back. So this means the game is going to be super objective-based, which is fantastic. It have to be. Um, the other thing is, so they, they talked about this concept of these sort of three resource nodes that you're sort of handling. Mm-hmm. There's the rack, which is like your, your warcaster's connection to the, the, the battle uh, and ability to kind of manipulate it. Uh, there's like the portals where you're actually bringing units onto the table. And then there's the units themselves. And they kind of talked about how it's like, it flows like a circuit board. And then on top of, we learned that it sounds like they're probably using the Monpok riot quest dice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that, so we're, we're looking at kind of, an extension of sort of the resource allocation mechanics of, of War Machine, but also the way, like, probably an extrapolation on the way that dice work in Monster Apocalypse. Yeah, well, where maybe you've got, cool move from pool to pool. Yeah, if you've got yeah, dice that, moving from pool. That's kind of just the, the, best part of the wording they used, it had that feeling to me that that's kind of the direction they're thinking of going. So I think yeah. you'll you'll have, like, a tray kind of thing in front of you that's, like, you know, rack portals units or whatever and you're like moving them moving them back and forth which is an interesting thing i don't there's not i don't know a lot of games that do that kind of thing do you think there's going to be a model for the void gate they haven't shown it but that's that's something so they they talked about how it sounds like you like deploy them like it it was like you place them on the battlefield and i was like okay so is it like a token or i hope it's like a model that would be a fucking amazing model look at the yeah i hope it's not just like a token it's possible that it's like a large base token kind of thing and you can sort of make one but i don't know or that it'd be or maybe they'll release something i mean riot quest did that right where they started out as tokens and then they made real ones yeah it wouldn't surprise me if we saw something like that but yeah those yeah like the portals look super sick i would love to see see them playing around with that idea um the you know other I'm... other last wish listing thing that I want is okay. Monpok dice that look gritty and sort of not cartoonish for this game. I feel like like yeah. if they just, had just like for purposes, specific, yeah. yeah, like if they had faction specific ones, right? So like, like the, they, the Iron Stars get they like need pull, they need to pull a uh, FFG and have a funny dice factory. Sure, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, you better believe that I'll be getting custom Chessex one if they don't. Cause... Yeah, and that's the thing. is Because they already have those, like, Monpok Riot Quest ones in production, right? It's, I don't right. know how yeah. I don't there would be work involved in changing them. Hmm? I, don't know. I don't think they make them in-house. No, no, no. But I just mean, like, they, they've got them producing through somebody. Like, yeah, right. and, and it, it it's easy to just keep that going. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I think, like, they're all 100% be, like, third-party dice coming up for this kind of thing heck we um, might get them made who knows <laughs> that would be um, okay you want to want to know what i'm most hyped about though mm. all right kickstarter starts in less than a month 
models will be in people's hands in three months. Yeah, that's what they're yeah. that's what they're promising. Well, and they also said they're going to have them at lock and load. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. So a lot of Kickstarters, you know, like they'll, they'll kind of use it to get the funding going. It kind of sounds like this game's production is kind of in full swing already. I think they're kind of using the Kickstarter as like a very elaborate, almost pre-order system. Yeah. Of, of um, kind of like we to, to get numbers to get it out to people and like get yeah. that initial push. That's kind of the impression I got from the quotes they've had. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, I forgot about this completely. Um, the other thing is that their lights are fifty millimeters. Yeah. 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 They showed a bunch of robots in the opening thing. They're like, they like oh, these are some light warjacks, and I was like, <laughs> like these are light warjacks. Like, what the fuck? Also, so, so eighty millimeter bases, perhaps. That would be neat. Uh, I know Wilson did an FAQ as well today where the the word vehicles was mentioned at one point, and I was really? like, I'm very yep. curious what that was. Yeah, you talk about your your warjacks and vehicles, and I was like, what do vehicles look like? <laughs> what do they And it's do? like, does it just mean like a tank, or can my guys get in it? <laughs> right. Um, oh, no. we also forgot completely. Like your warjacks are going to be customizable because they've got hard card. hard points. Also, Doug Hamilton. Like... Yeah, Doug Hamilton mentioned that they're designed with like modular magnetizing in mind. Okay. Yeah, they've tried to make sure that like the hopefully that is the case. But from what he was saying, it sounds like they've they've tried to kind of keep in mind the idea that you might want to be able to swap pieces out. Poor uh, Doug Hamilton. There are no monsters and no cute girls. So so well okay. So we know <laughs> from a comment he made, nothing Doug has made has been shown yet. Okay. Oh. So whatever he did, <laughs> it's probably the third uh like main. Fa- I'm willing to bet it's like. Because this is the thing. I think the third faction is Architects of Cyrus. I, right. Because like, that makes the most. They mentioned it, and it's it makes sense. And yeah, there'll be just a bunch of crazy robots with nice butts, and we'll know that Doug Hamilton. <laughs> <made it. laughs> he does a thing, and he does it very well. Okay. It seems a waste to let such great butt sculpting talent go to waste. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we love you, Doug. <laughs> 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 the worst yeah. part is we do like all of our favorite models are sculpted by him. He did Loki, right? Yeah, he did uh, do yeah, Loki. So. Yeah, yeah. Like they they've got some people who make some really really good stuff, but Doug's stuff is so consistent. Like every time you see it, it's just like you kind of know. <laughs> His models have this kind of like chunky detail that's like super fun to paint. Yeah, and yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about it. I I I mean, they gave me a oppressive zealot regime faction, so you know, <laughs> so you're all in already. All in on that already. <laughs> I'm like, well, alrighty, this is as far from my personality as possible. Better all in. Um, you do it uh, in every game system, I do. though, Chandler. Very, hey, at least I'm consistent. Um, I know that Tyson, Tyson was talking about uh, the how what the hell's the the paladin jack oh yeah the jack like lighting up the shield and yeah the he was talking about because the the shield and the sword are obviously meant to be kind of like a translucent lit up material like that's how they're painted yep. but he's like yeah those are getting resin cast and, lit up. <laughs> and i'm like oh tyson buddy you're gonna talk, talk to me about this way to, way to do this to yourself yeah you know we we're gonna put in orders yeah Oh yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. he's never he's never like mass produced his those before. But man, if I could like, uh, trust me, you could probably get your hands on that if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I bet he would do it for me if I asked him to and paid him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. An important part in there. Yeah, no, I'm not just gonna go to him being like, "Can you make these for free?" Like, it's so much work, I'll and he's pay, so good at it. Do an yeah. exposure. I'll pay. <laughs> good. And end of cast. <laughs> uh, anyway. 
So yeah, that's kind of the main news. There's probably something else going on, but I have there's tournaments and blah blah blah. <laughs> but we have a calendar so, for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we do have the calendar up, and there's really not a lot like on there for the next yeah. little bit. So if you guys have things going on, please put them on the calendar. We would love to have stuff from all across the world that I don't have to input by hand uh, in there. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so let's go into, let's, what are we actually talking about today? We'll talk about Warcaster a ton on, on Tuesday, um, yep. or, or next week, It'll, whenever it releases next week, but, uh, cause they, they will be playing a game. I'm, I'm a little sad that I expect it's just going to be the two starters. Probably. But that's how they, really and yeah, well, it's like, I always hated that, like, so their early stuff with Monpak was all one monster games. Like they did a lot of one monster games and, I did a lot of looking at it and going like, I see how this would be good when it's just one monster each. It's just kind of a tug of war of health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was a little unfortunate. It's like getting just those kind of demo sized games. is always like, yeah. but that I said, am- it means we will get to see how the rules play out in action, which yep. will answer a lot of questions. Um, yeah. So we'll be able to talk that's about actually that. been the worst part is. <laughs> the arguments people have been having with no information whatsoever with, with no information i mean yeah you've got people posting like why should i play this instead of infinity and it's like we don't know <laughs> like, <laughs> i can't, like I can't believe they're gonna use true line of sight it's like what do you mean <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> where was that said it I wasn't mean, like i mean like maybe probably but nobody said that like let's argue about things when they confirm them and right yeah. oh yeah i'll get a good argument on if they do weakness to schedule have no fear of that. Yeah. I can't imagine that their well, organized play is going to change that much. So, yeah, I can't imagine that's going to change that much. But there's so many little things. I keep spiraling back around. It. There's so <laughs> many little things that I think are going to be like. So it sounds like the way they were wording it was like, yeah, you you uh, you pick your spells before games. But if it's, it's an random, al- yeah, it's an alternating <laughs> activation game, which means like one of the biggest. I think one of the main issues that War Machine has is the advantage of going first. Right, like it's 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 been a thing but for a let's, while. Let's be fair here. The alternating activations has another problem, has a similar problem. Uh, if mm. you have more activations, you're you're going to win. Yes, yeah, and that kind of comes down to how like bringing units onto the table works, right? And like how that's going to actually yep. play out as yeah. well. And and that's kind of the other thing is that you have a probably like if it's anything like Monpak, right? Like, have you ever had all of your units on the table? Well, <laughs> actually, Mon-Pak? and the more they reveal the more it sounds like Monpok, and I love the design of Monpok, and I'm yes, so happy. I feel like they're taking... bed for Neo Mechanica. Right, um, I, f- I feel like they're taking this really great foundation they did with Monpok and extrapolating it out to something a lot bigger. Do we know if Oz is working on it? Uh, Oz is not, I believe. It is Souls yeah. and Wilson only. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, we're, we're all going to have to like start actually doing the math on the odds for the dice oh, I, that, it, that game it, uses. It's actually, it's actually not that hard. Okay, we're not doing it now, but we're uh, going to have to do it. Especially if all you care about is expected value. Uh, it's really easy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really not bad. It's The only reason I don't, like, know it is that I've never actually, like, really looked at the dice that hard. <laughs> I just go, power dice are best. <laughs> 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 Throw them. Excellent. I like more bl- more blue dice, too. It's good. Yeah. Um, and then always, in Monpack, always remember, add one more die right before you roll. Just one more. You're going to need it. Anyway, uh, what are we actually talking about today? 
talking, talking about, about flames in the darkness. Wait, is it flames know. or flame? Well, if you look at the AD or our roster, it's flames. And if you look at War Room, it's flame. And since War Room is usually wrong, I'm going to go with flames. <laughs> we're we're going to go with the random published thing they do twice a year. Also, not, not their flame... constantly updated online app because it's not reliable. <laughs> flames in the darkness sounds cooler than flame in the darkness. And it's more fun to say flames. If it was a flame in the darkness, I would like it better. Sure. Flame singular in the darkness? Yeah. Yeah. Right, also, cause... flames is more fun to say. Sure. Flames. I'll flame. say it, it needs to be flame head. in the darknesses. <laughs> in the multiple darknesses? Yes. I, I feel like that it's uh, the Order of the Illumination. They have no flame on them anywhere at all. <laughs> Why is it like a light in the darkness? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> then Warriors of the Old Faith could be flame in the darkness, and then we could all be confused. that the real flame in the darkness is fewer. Wait, are there, are there any? There's no fire weapons in this theme. Uh, no, no it's, it's entirely the. Th- it's, it's pretty it's much the entirely the thematic idea of lighting sure. up a dark place. No, it's because the blockader is in every list. <laughs> <laughs> that was why they were like, "What should we name this theme?" Well, they're gonna put a blockader in it a lot, so probably <laughs> flames in the darkness. Yeah, it's, it's it's the exact reason, Chandler. That's why. That's definitely it. So we're it's... talking about the Morrowind theme. <laughs> yes. um, the Lely theme. Or the the Thamorite theme. Thamorite theme, yes. The Thamorite theme. Yep. The peanut butter and chocolate together. I ship it. Oh, I totally ship it. Dude, they're archons. (laughs) (laughs) They're archons. They are are totally. (laughs) They're clearly about to make out. (laughs) They're together in every list, right? Yeah. Well, it's usually Morrowind archons and then sometimes Thamorite archons. We'll get to it, but they work really well together. Yes, they do. So what we want to talk about is this is a is a new list. It's got a lot of new models in it, and it it throws a lot of rules at you that are really easy to fuck up. And yes, any new list, if you fuck up one of the rules, you're gonna lose. So we're gonna try and get you through that first stage without having to lose a game. Okay. Um. So I wanted to start by just talking about the general list strengths. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's not a warjack list. Um. It's not going to like play a bunch of heavies and. Uh, win that way. It's a very infantry-centric list, and it's a very single-wound infantry-centric list. But infantry machine is dead. <laughs> Not when they all have vengeance. <laughs> Small counterpoint. You yeah. could see up to four heavies in this theme, but like yeah. three of them will be freeboaters. So... <laughs> Well, and, or um, resolutes are also not single-wound. Resolutes are not single-wound, and they're very important. We'll talk about them in a minute. Um, yep. So, one of, the, one of the biggest things is that... Um, a, every unit has vengeance. Uh, that's just what the theme gives them, including... Including the gobbers. Yeah, I'll, I use that all the fucking time with Fiona. Oh my god. Um, anyways, uh, so they all have vengeance, and there's a fuck ton of shield guards uh, running on the list. So yep. if, you, if you fire a shot that's shield guardable, very likely um, you're going to trigger vengeance in a place you do not want vengeance. Yeah, it's going to travel across the table and then get shield guarded by the unit that you haven't triggered vengeance, but you've already put your heavy in charge range if they've got vengeance, but you weren't going to trigger vengeance, and now you've triggered vengeance and the game is over. Because a common Flame of the Darkness list will have between 6 and 10, 12 shield guards. Depends on how you count. 6 and 9. How many... How many boils down to how many priests they wanted to buy? <laughs> well, um, Gallant's also shield guard. The Marocons are also shield guards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hermit and Alexia is like half a shield guard. Right. Um, and, and there's there's weird random things like Ragman has Sucker. Thamorite Archons have Sucker. Uh, um, Ragman has Sack Pawn. Sack Pawn, I, sorry. I believe you can Sack Pawn 
to the art to the Thamorite Advocate to the Marwin Archon. So, Correct. <laughs> so be very careful shooting those solos. Yes. We'll probably do uh, So it's extremely resistant to non-spray guns, um, because it just like it'll put them in the back line, and then you'll trigger vengeance, and yeah, it's bad times. Um, it's also yeah, and and the vengeance does a lot of fixes a lot of problems that single wound infantry has, which is that a lot of them die, and the rest are just like shit out of luck. Um, so by you know just avenging their friend, it's really it's really important. Yep. Um, another thing that's really subtle about the list is that the entire list is friendly faction to each other. Yes, this is such a big deal. Um, friendly faction upkeeps work on everything. I forgot how good Arcane Shield on Alexia 2 feels. Uh, um, it feels really good. Um, You're yeah, it's a big deal. Right? You, have to get that, you have to get that from Striker, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was panicking for a second. No, the journeyman's... Uh, he, just, he just sneaks journeyman into yeah. list. It's fine. He's a Morrowind journeyman. Uh, that's Jake's one. Thank you very much. Oh, that's right, actually. <laughs> hey, man. If you bring enough coffee to your TO. <laughs> um, yeah, so the friendly faction is really subtle. Uh, mostly that means that all of their uh, mercenary stuff um, works normally, uh, which we may not be used to uh, in Mark yeah. III. Yep. <laughs> but Pendrake isn't a... Uh, um, it's uh, a good thing Pendrake model. isn't a thing. Well, see, but I, that actually leads to my next point. Uh, which is that the list across the board has extremely high accuracy, especially Matt. Correct. Um, so it's it's going to come in at Matt 10 on average, Matt 12 at the high end, sometimes with Divine Inspiration. Yeah. Um, like, the, like the Matt 10 doesn't require caster buffs. No. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit we're talking about. Yeah, I always get thrown off by things like, yeah, Matt 7, also gang. And you're like, what? Also veteran leader. Yeah, yeah you're like, why? Why would you be Matt 7 with gang? What is this? This right. is a shooting unit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're the charging unit that just has crossbows on their models. Which, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the points we're going to get to later, is talking about the vigilance. Yep. Um, is there any other general strengths? I mean, it, it appears in three factions. Yes, yeah. uh, so it appears in three factions, but also, okay, so there's a couple of other really important things. It's really resistant to shooting. It can be built to be absolutely a nightmare for spells. Um, everything can either be self, sacred warded, both, or... <laughs> Or you have Alexia kicking around, which either makes things impossible to cast spells, depending on if it's Alexia 3, or have Arcane Vortex if it's Alexia 2. You can just be like, mm, no, your spells don't exist. And also the Battle Priests have Spellbreaker on their melee weapons, so you can Spellbreaker a caster 12 times in one turn. Uh, so I, that better be yeah. important. Yeah, each Battle Priest can can make a maximum of three or three Spellbreaker attacks a turn. Four with Striker 2, sir. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's really funny when you put rebuke on like Legion of Lost Souls and you trigger vengeance and then the battle priests just turn around and punch them in shield wall. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ooh, that's awkward. Yeah. Do you want to take three d three before the turn started? <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, it can be built to be fairly universally uh, re resistant to spells. Although it doesn't have like a good way to stop you from casting them on the things that you can cast on. Yeah, it doesn't stop friendly casting very well. No. It also, as a general rule, has a lot of weird movement tricks. Most of the casters have some way to speed things up, move things out of activation, uh, stop you from moving, or pr make you move. Um, like, I can't think of one other than Striker 1 that doesn't have some sort of movement shenanigan in their in their portfolio. Uh, 
Crusader's Call, I guess, counts. Crusader's Call. Um, Crusader's yeah. Call, Quicken, True, True Path. Um, True Path. Uh, run and Gun on the Feet uh, for Gaston 2. It's a sprint on Jake's or an Escort. Um, there's also... Befuddle's a big one. Befuddle's a big one. And then Striker 2's Feet, obviously. Uh, Striker 3 has Iron Aggression and Escort. Like, There's just lots of like random... Oh, that's a little bit farther than I was expecting that to go. Yeah. Everything threats a little bit further than you would expect. Yep. Especially yeah. after Vengeance happens. Yep. So, um, But it doesn't have a ton of Pathfinder. And it really hates giving Pathfinder with Throne. Yes. Yep. So uh, let's talk about the core things that are going to be in every single Flame in the Darkness list. Because there's a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is Gabriel Throne. Because he's, he's incredible. He's got Tactician for Marwyn. Yep. Uh, which can be your entire list sometimes. Uh, can't quite be your entire list. Um, because I guess you'll have Maru a Warjack. Well, because yeah. you, you can have a Maru and Jack. Right, but you'll have one that's not, and you'll have <laughs> yeah. probably an Alexia. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, he's got Tactician, he's got Stir the Blood, which is plus two strength for a unit or a warrior model uh, for the next attack, which is fantastic. He can give a unit tough, he, or a warrior model tough. I tough my caster a lot. Um, uh, important to note that he does not care if you're Marwyn. He can give these to any unit. Yep, which is why he's revitalized a lot of weird Signar builds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he also has uh, the ability to hand out Pathfinder. He's also got Execrator on his gun and his <laughs> sword, and he's also got the Blessed Bonds thing where he t- gets plus three armor against Infernals and Undead, and he's 13-18 with Tough, and he's seven points, and he's got about 12 for each weapon master melee attack and Matt eight. Yeah, yeah, he will fuck shit up and then tactician behind it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's it's pretty common for Throne to just be like, I'm leading the charge through my boys, impact attack all the things engaging you, kill the thing behind them, reposition back towards you, and then you charge through me. Yeah, I'm Throne. Um then the other two things that are almost guaranteed to be in the list are two Morrowind Archons, because they're just really good. So here's the catch-22 with Marwan Archons. Um, yeah. They have awe, well, they have, whatever it's called. Um, Blinding Radiance, I think? Radiance, yes. If you can see them, you're minus two to hit. The yes. list is all pretty high defense, like usually it's 13. Um, yeah. So bring that up to 15 is really devastating. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to kill the Marwan Archons first. However, the is, Mar- they're really hard to kill. Really fucking hard to kill. Yeah. Uh, they're um, fourteen twenty or sixteen twenty, and then they've got twelve boxes. They can't be knocked down or blinded. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously getting their back arc's a huge deal. Although it doesn't stop you from getting the minus two death from blinding radiance, which I think is hilarious. Yep, yep. <laughs> it just goes in a big bubble all around them. They're just blindingly radiant everywhere. So yeah, you're, you're going to see tomorrow and archons in I think every good flame in the darkness list because you just should. They're they're that good. Um, um, you might see them paired with a pair of Thomerid Archons, who work really well with them. Yep. Um, Thomerid Archon covers a lot of their weaknesses. Um, he can deal with swarms of infantry. He can do cloud walls if you want to be extra bullshit. Um, he, like, uh, the Thomerid Archon, like, can fly o- can fly around with parry and get stuff in the back line, which the Marwan Archon has trouble picking off. Yep. Um, and if you have Marwan Archon's kind of on the outside of the Thomerid Archon, and the Thomerid Archon's, like, basically impossible to kill. It's yep. def-18 def effective to melee, has dodge, like, you can't get into its back arc, it's really Marwan bad. Archon's a shield guard for it, which is very good, because it's, like, it is actually possible to gun those guys down. Yep. 
Um, yeah, but you're not going to see Thamorite Archons in every list. No. You're going to see them in about a third of them. Yeah, especially in if you're doing double, if you're if there's a double flames pairing, one of the list will not have Thamorite Archons. Correct. And then you're going to see, so you're going to see Throne, you're going to see Tomorrow and Archons, and you're going to see Analexia. Probably two. But uh, if you're playing Legion of Lost Souls, you're definitely going to see three. Let's go through what both the Alexias are good at. So, sure. Alexia 2 collects souls and drops off what masters. <laughs> yeah, also has Arcane Vortex, which is very yeah. relevant. Yeah. She's also extremely hard to kill. Um, <laughs> I don't know what her stats are now. 15, 16, 10 boxes. Yeah, she doesn't have Soul Ward anymore, right? Uh, she has spell ward. She can't be targeted by spells. Okay. She used to get, she's, or was it ghost shield where she got armor from? Oh yeah. I don't think she has that anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> she used to have that. It was a nightmare. Um, but yep. she could drop off three weapon masters who can charge normally. So yep. if you have spells, she'll try and deny them. If you don't have spells, she's going to summon weapon masters wherever she wants. Yep. Um, and she's also a nightmare to kill. Um, yep. she, she is neither a Thaumarite nor a Marwin, so at least she doesn't get the accuracy from the Archons, but yeah. Well, she's also speed eight with repo five, so she's barely ever in danger. Yeah. So, um, and then Alexia three, completely uh, different. Yeah, looks really bad on paper. Uh, is completely insane on the table. Very good. <laughs> the the so there's like three really relevant things that she does. The first one is that she makes all undead solo shield guards, like the thralls that she can spawn off of things that die in her command range. Assuming uh, that Tio rules that to work. Uh, it's oh. been infernaled. Oh, it's it, been it infernaled? Works. Oh, good. <laughs> it just yeah. worked. Oh. Um, so, but that's really relevant because, like, all those battle priests that are floating around with shield guard, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, all right, I have this very important assassination run. You've got three shield guards. Uh, and so my fourth shot is Iris, right? Yeah. And so you shoot, shield guard, shoot, shield guard, shoot, shield guard, and then that last shield guard turns into a thrall warrior, which is another shield guard. Yep. And even if you don't use it for shield guard, like, if it's really important for a model to die, they're like, oh, all right, yeah, I finally killed it. All right, now it's a thrall. It's killed again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do things like, oh, that was your last attack that can get to this side of the table. All right, that model is now a thrall. It's still contesting your zone. Yep. Uh, so that's really, really nuts. And the other thing she does is she just has a passive that she can put up, which gives undead things plus two strength within nine oh, inches of her. That's a weird way to describe an active spell or a star well, action. Spell. Sure, it's a star action, <laughs> and then it puts up an aura. Yeah. That's nine inch command. Undead models get plus two strength. Yep. So uh, she also has she has Hellfire, right? Yeah, she has Hellfire, which is randomly good. And she also has Null Magic, which if you can get it to work, is like the biggest bullshit I've ever seen. Yeah. So if you could if you have some sort of protection for her, um, and they have a lot of spellcasters, she just walks up and says, No spell casting, period, within nine inches. Yep. Uh it's <laughs> really good. Playing, I Having the book is good. Yeah, I was playing against the Wormwood, and so I broke his stone. So Alexia walked up and was like, all right. You're staying there for the rest of the game and casting no more spells. It was yep. bad. <laughs> so you're definitely going to see those three plus one of the Alexias in every single list. And then after that, part of the strength of Flames is who knows what you're going to see. You you will see some more infantry units. You'll see, uh, yes, probably two infantry units minimum. Um, and they're all good and they all do different things. Yeah, so should well, we start there? Let's start with the simplest ones. The precursors are just a shield wall unit with blessed and mini feet weapon master, and they are immune to enemy spells, which is very important. Um, they're I think they're by far the simplest one though. They're, yep. They're, they're I also don't think cool. you're gonna. You're probably not gonna see these very much outside of like Constance and Gaston two. 
I don't think they're going to see play compared to the other models in the theme force. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. Um, do you want to talk about Resolutes next? Uh, Resolutes are really complicated. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Okay. Uh, so Vigilance. Um, Vigilance. I think these are going to be some of the more common, commonly taken ones. Um, Outside of Signar, I agree. Really? Yeah. Um, just because they're pretty cheap um, and they do a lot of good things. Um, they're a stealth 80 uh, unit um, with a range 10 PAL-12 gun. It's like, oh, they're a shooting which, oh, is it blessed? <laughs> um, so, like, oh, they're a shooting unit. They're also Mat 7 with 1-inch reach and POW-11 base. And they've got gang. And they've got gang. <laughs> so, like, my shooting unit charges in at Mat 9, POW-13. Uh, POW-15, because they're the blood. POW-17, because positive charge. POW-19, because ragman. POW-21, because the hermit. Yeah. And then that colossal died. Oops. Yeah, so, so, just because they're a fast stealth unit with guns does not mean they will not charge the shit out of yeah. you. They also have the most deceptive sculpt in the entire game. They have these dorky-looking crossbows, and <laughs> one of the models in the unit has the sword out. Yeah. They are a charging unit. If you stick something important in charge range, that thing is dead. And yeah. because they're AD and because they're stealth, they often run if they go first. Yeah. Oh, also, they can get True Sight with, with a solo, which is disgusting. And they have Pathfinder, which the theme force kind of lacks. So, yeah. And they can have Battlefruits attached to them, which get uh, AD, which is really yep. important. Yep. Um, so, I think, I think, yeah. And, oh, yeah, both of their weapons are blessed. So, cool. that's a thing. I love that. Yep. Yeah, they're very, very good. So, you'll see Vigilance a lot. Brett's description of them being cheap is a bit dece- deceptive, because they are 10 points for five dudes. So... <laughs> I, I mean, guess they're, they're just cheap compared to Legion of Lost Souls. <laughs> yeah, but everything's cheap compared to Legion of Lost Souls. Yeah. Um, actually, they're actually more expensive. They're more expensive that. per point, yes. But, <laughs> yeah, so they're they're not cheap, and they're going to die, but a lot of people are going to derp-derp things into charge range of them because they don't look like a charging unit and then immediately lose the game. Well, they're also some of the only <laughs> fast models in the list. They're the only Pathfinder, the only ADE. Like, yeah. They, they, they have a lot of important things. Yep, yeah. I don't think you'll see these very much in a lot of Signar builds for a while at least because they don't fill a niche that the Signar casters mostly want. Um, I think you will see them with Constance because with Crusader's Call they go freaking forever. Uh, Def 14 with Fiona is also really dumb. Yeah, and then I was going to say Fiona wants them because Def 14 also guns. Um, And then I think Gaston really likes them because running gun with his feet is cute and lets them get into weird places. Uh, Zerkova certainly likes them, I think. They feel like the kind of unit that's like, you can't shoot me and you can't charge me, therefore I am immortal. Um, yeah. Vigilants are very, very good. They're not cheap, but they're very, very good. Uh, okay. And then Legion of Lost Souls, I think this is the next big one. These are gonna, let's, I think these are... Let's oh. talk about Resolutes, because Legion of Lost Souls are more complicated than <laughs> Resolutes. I'm doing these in order of complexity, is, is kind of my so, And that's why we're doing this episode, right? Is that there's a lot of complex shit going on with these units, and they're yeah. very deceptive. Oh, I forgot about the most deceptive thing about the Vigilant. Um, the chick with the cool hair doesn't is do the anything leader. special. Yeah, she's the leader, but she doesn't do anything special. Don't worry about what right. our hair. Yeah, nope, <laughs> she doesn't do anything neat. She's just the leader model. Yep. Alright, so the next most complicated unit is Resolutes. And these guys aren't out yet. Uh, for like a week, uh, but they are really important to this theme force because they're the only multi-box unit in the theme force, which means that if like 
a lot of the the massively multi or single wounds lists that I've seen floating around get completely destroyed by scathers or sprays or like a lot of things actually like covering fires or um, random terrains that do damage or like lots of stuff. So having five boxes is a big deal. They're also repairable, and since you're bringing mechanics in a weird number of lists because they're three points and they can score a thing, that's not terrible, um, being able to repair. Uh, they're also at F12, which seems low until you realize they have set defense, when then it's not, because there's also a Morrowind Archon sitting right behind them, so they're at F16. Uh, they're armor 17, which is fine, and then they've got a whole whack load of weird things like alchemical masks so they ignore gas effects and clouds which is um, another which is a weak a classic weakness of the list actually yep yep nope it's really 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 strong there they have not got blessed on their two inch melee or their range 10 pal 13 gun but they kind <laughs> of so dumb <laughs> but they do have execrator on both so against uh infernals and undead things or is it soulless and undead things, or just soulless and undead? Soulless and undead things. So because yeah, right I remember there. Legion just gets fucked for no reason. <laughs> right. Uh, so against soulless and undead things, they're POW 15s on both the charge and the gun. Um, that's come up a couple of times for me uh, at Thornwood Throwdown a couple weekends ago. I just shot heavies off the table against Omodamos for multiple turns in a row, uh, which feels fine. <laughs> and then they. Uh, I think that's all of their fancy rules. They're also really cheap. You they're forgot. 13 points. You forgot they have they have built-in soul protections. So they don't need them. Ah, uh, yes. And they've got yeah. the soul ward against infernals and undead things. Right. Yes. Which yep. which I think is the most relevant rule on their card. Probably. Yeah. Being armor 20 against infernals or undead stuff is really really strong. So, yeah, resolutes are a big deal. If people aren't playing them, well, people aren't playing them because they're not out. People might not <laughs> play them for a while because the consensus on the internet seems to be that they're not that good but they're very very good and people are going to start figuring that out also their models are freaking boss well and i think they also fit into it really <laughs> well in that you have a normal flames list and then you have your anti-infernals like list and they slot into that so well sure like yeah. like against normalists these models are fine against infernals they're a nightmare yes or like Cricks randomly. Okay, okay, so Execrator is Soulless and Undead. Okay. Bless, blessed Wards is Infernal. Is Infernals and Undead. Right. Okay, so, yeah. so, so Legion can play into them. Yeah. Okay. Um, are, are they, did you mention that they were tough? I didn't know that. Oh, I forgot they were tough. No, they're tough. Yep. And and you can give them uh, the Marwin Battle Priest so they get Rise, right? Yep. That's right. They're Like I said, they're really, really good. Really, really good. I like them a lot. And for only three points more expensive than Vigilance, you get a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You, you lose AD, a point of speed, and Pathfinder. Yep. And you get a whole bunch of things. And Blessed. You lose Blessed. That's a big deal. Stealth. Yeah. And Stealth. Yeah, that's true. Basically, they're totally different units. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In hindsight. Thanks, you. Thanks, Chandler. <laughs> that's, my, that's my contribution to this discussion. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about Legion of Lost Souls. First of all, check out the article I wrote, because I wrote a fairly good, I think, article about (laughs) these guys. Um, We're very humble on this podcast. I mean, whatever. Um, (laughs) So, Legion of Lost Souls are a 10-man shield wall unit that at first you might be tempted to compare to Precursor Knights. 
but you should not because they're nothing like precursor knights. Um, they have CMA, they're Mat 7, Rat 5, which is relevant because they actually have guns. They have, and, wait, they have CMA? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's really good. Um, so they have CMA, they have uh, range 8 POW-12 guns, they've got range 2 POW-12 melee weapons. I, and, okay, you, you gloss over that way too fast. Why the fuck do they have POW-12 guns? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I shot a Wold Warden to death with this unit. I had my blockader killed by six shooting Legion of Lost Souls and one Rayless Interceptor. <laughs> yes. They have guns. Yeah, they have insane I, guns. I don't know why they have guns, but they do. Um, and this is really important because they have Bloodbound, which is the ability where if they kill a living thing, they can RFP it and bring back a dead Legion of Lost Souls or a dead Battle Priest, because Bloodbound yeah. works on non- Front dudes. Yep. Um, oh, note that it's been ruled that Bloodbound will always RFP, even if you don't have something to bring back. Yes. So it doesn't, and it specifically prevents souls and corpse tokens from being generated, which is, might screw over your own Alexia, but whatever, super worth. Um, well, if you're playing them, you should be playing Alexia 3, because they're yeah, on Yeah, should be. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing about these guys that's unique is that they're single wound with reach, which is big deal. And then their speed six, which I don't know why they're speed six either. Like, well, you explained it to me. Like, these are not Banes, Brett. These are the heroes of Morrow. That's true. That's why they're <laughs> speed six. They're, they're the heroes of Morrow. Um, and so with Vengeance and Bloodbound, uh, we have to explain this interaction, don't we? Uh, that's really dumb. All right. So here's the way Vengeance why and Bloodbound works. Uh, when a model with Bloodbound makes a Vengeance attack, and kills a model and bring back, brings back a model with Bloodbound, that model is still affected by Vengeance and has not yet made an attack because it, of Vengeance. It so can't it, move. They can't move, because that move, the movement part of the Vengeance is already over. Yeah. But they can make an, an attack, and then if they kill something, they can bring back another guy who has also still not made their Vengeance attack, who can then make that attack. And those models don't get to activate this turn, but they can chain into some really weird spots. It also works exactly the same way. Pray tell, Jin. How does that work with Striker 2's feet? <laughs> it exactly works the same way with Striker 2's feet. So boy, have I had like two Legion of Lost Souls become 10 Legion of Lost Souls over the course of a feet turn and contest like three zones because they're command 10. Yeah, they're so, all insane command. Yep. Um, their defensive stats are garbage. They're 1214s. <laughs> they have shield wall. They have shield wall. So which, 14s. Yeah, which is great when they turn to a shooting unit. Yeah. <laughs> they can shield all and do it. But usually they're going to be looking to charge because they're the easiest unit to buff up in the theme force. Yeah. They take Sir the Blood, that makes them POW 14. They take uh, Alexia's buff, that makes them POW 16. Because of their 2-inch reach, they get the Hermit really, or the Ragaman really easy, so that makes them POW 18. And then if the Hermit's sick, kicking around, they're POW 20, and you don't care if you debuff their armor because they're already armor garbage. Um... It's called Power of Death. Power of Death, that one. Yes, that's Alexia's. And then they they take Striker's feet really well. They work really well with basically every caster that's not named Constance. Um, well, uh, be- they work- oh, they're not living. They don't get the bonus. Correct. And they, they still have soul vessels, so you still can collect their souls. They she just can, yes. Um, the other thing about them that's really super relevant is that they are Morrowin. So they get Veteran Leader from the Morrowin Archon. Yep. So they're Matt 8, Rat 6. They're not really Matt 7, Rat 5. Yep. 
So they're my favorite unit in the game right now. I love them so much. They're not cheap. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. They sound really great. They're 18 points. Though, if you if you had to actually pay for UAs, um, that's kind of the price of a unit with a UA, and they don't require a UA. They require an Alexia. That's basically gotcha. a UA. Yeah. Uh, uh, they also they, they kind of mess up the synergy of the list. Um, like, Ragman doesn't work really well with them because he can't sack Pawn to them, which is really annoying. That's true, but he's really good with them still. So. Uh, yeah, I agree. Hermit's yeah. Really better, so. Yeah, Hermit's really good. Take them both. Why not? Break all the things. Yeah, so they threat 11 inches base. They threat 14 with vengeance. Lots of casters can speed them up. These things with Quicken are a nightmare. Um, they don't have Pathfinder, which is a weakness. Uh, and their their garbage defensive stats is also a weakness. But they keep coming back. They'll win any living infantry fight over the course of a couple of turns. Yeah, remember, we were fans of Hollow Men, who did this a lot worse. Yep. yep. <laughs> they, they were Rat 5, range 10, POW 11. These are Rat 6, range 8, POW 12. Yep, and uh, and they're just they're just really good. Also, they have the coolest looking skeleton sculpts I think I've ever seen. Yeah, because they they downplayed the skeleton and upplayed the cool. Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, there's technically three more units in this theme force. I'm gonna touch on them very quickly. There's the mechanics. You know they're, why they're in the list? <laughs> because they're three points, and also I've... because you can use them as the cultist for yeah, Fiona. So. Um, that's why. Uh, they're fast. They're actually reasonably hard to hit. They repair stuff. Uh, they're three points. They're, um, they're they're actually a really good cultist unit. Um, they're they a very good cultist unit. Yeah. Like the vengeance is really good. They're really fast. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. Yep. Uh, De- Devil Shadow Mutineer are disappointing, and I'm very yeah. Sad Devil Shoot and Devil Shadow Mutineer are very bad versions of Legion of Lost Souls. Just <laughs> don't play them. I I want to like them because I want to use the Thamrite reroll. But sure. If they were five points, they'd be okay. Yeah, if I could just take zero. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fine. <laughs> um, and then the other one is Alexia 1. Here's the problem, though. Alexia 1 isn't as good in this theme force as Alexia 2 and 3 are, I don't think. Uh, yeah, you're not hurting for single wound idiots. Yeah. Um, so, and if they're, yeah, if they're playing into you, they've also brought probably answers to lots of guys. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's all of the units, which is the least interesting part of the theme force in some ways. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Just the solos? Just we, we the that. 13 solos? We did most. Oh, I guess we had to talk about the avocados. Yeah, we didn't we, talk so about We those. talked about Alexia 2, we talked about Alexia 3, we talked about the Archons, we talked about Throne. Yeah. Herman uh, um, and Ragman are still just as good as ever. Probably better in this list. Yep. Uh, then there's a couple of unique things about this uh, theme force that are really good, like the Thamorite Advocates, which you can take in circle? Yeah. You yeah. Think they turn into trees. That's one of their spells. Yeah, alright. Anyway, <laughs> so these are three-point models that you can take a pair of as a requisition point. Uh, they're speed six with repo three, which is amazing. Um, their defensive stats are like 14-12. They got five boxes. They don't have a melee weapon. They have Sucker. Uh, which is very relevant. I like to stick them next to Resolutes and then just chain the sucker off of that. Um, and they have three really good star action magic ability things. Well, so. they have two really good ones in Barney's Creed. <laughs> sure. They have two really good ones and a situationally brilliant one. <laughs> so, so the first one is Hex Blast. Hex Bolt, not Hex, Hex Blast. Bolt. Uh, so it's only range six. 
Um, but they have repo, right? Yes. So they can walk up, shoot, hexblast something, and then walk away. Yeah. Um, it's really funny because um, it hex, hex bolt uh, stops star actions, which so, like, turns the hermit off. It turns the hermit off, which is really funny. Um, I like um, taking all the souls off a of supreme guardian and then making it unable to thresher. Yep. Yeah, I've done that a couple times now. It's also, it's as just a POW-13 gun, it's really useful because it's Magic Ability 7 and it gets a reroll from the Archon. Them. Yep. Um, the other interesting thing about Hex Blast is it can screw oh. up some really... Hex Bolts, thank you. Is it can <laughs> screw up some really like powerful effects that are out there. Like, the Storm Raptor can't pulse if it's Hex Bolted. Um, um, the uh, Siege Animantarchs can't trample. Right, because it's a it's a special it's a power attack. Yeah. Um, regular warjacks can't trample or throw or all those other nifty little things. So there's a lot of things in there that are that are you might not think about. Um, and then the other one that's really good is it can just turn on Entropic Aura, which is within five you can't heal. This ability is amazing. I mean, it's worth the price of mission right there. I mean, this yep. is the only source of anti healing. Anti healing is almost required in the modern game, so mm -hmm. that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Also, their sculpts are pretty sweet. And then they've got a spell called Barring the Gates, which makes summoning cost one more and makes spells cast within eight of them cost one more. You're not going to use it often. It might come up some games. And then when they die, they take an essence off everything within eight inches of them. Okay. I mean... That okay. could be really annoying. Wait, but they have to be destroyed? They can't be RP'd? Correct. God, I hate all these anti-infernal rules that... that okay, but, 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 but... That means they're sending a Tormentor after her. <laughs> No, it means I fucked up and she got countercharged. That's what it means. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Anyway, uh, yeah, she's that, she's really she really good. destroyed by an enemy attack. I believe so. Yes. I, I don't have the card in front of me, but I believe so. Stand by. Standing by. Um, there's a couple of other semi-relevant solos that I'd like to just touch on real fast. Um, Black Bella is a really oh, great little anti-infantry machine. She's got Killing Spree and Duelist, and she's a Thamorite, so she gets rerolls from the Archon, so she's really reliable. Uh, Glyn Cormier is another thing that you should know about. She's got a range 10 pow 12, just like the Vigilance, because she's the Super Vigilant, uh, except for if this one damages you, you get to place the thing you damaged completely within an inch, so you get to have like a mini telekinesis on a stick. I've picked up so many random heavies with this gun, it's not even funny. Um... Oh. It makes me very sad that Gaston wasn't a Tharmorite earlier in life, uh, because Gaston 1 with her is really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe it. Um, but, like, so you... All, the, the common practice is, like, you threat this far, I'm going to be this far plus, like, half an inch or so out, right? Or, like, this far plus a centimeter, or, like, even smaller measurements. She completely screws with that. If your opponents do that typical thing... And, like, say she's shooting an arm 18 heavy, you got a 56% chance to just kill that heavy for free. And she's also got Repo 3 and True Sight. So those are really good things. She's also a POW-10 Weapon Master. <laughs> so, you know, or POW-11 Weapon Master, I think, maybe. Yeah. So she's just, like, she's a boss. She also uh, gives True Sights to the Vigilance. Yes. Just in case. Yeah. And then another important one is um, the Lieutenant Allison Jakes. She can make Freebooters threat real far. Uh, with Energizer. So, and actually anything. Gallant on her is a really interesting choice. Stormclad. Stormclad. If you're not playing a Gallant for some reason. Um, oh, I like Gallant on my main caster just because uh, it powers up for her. 
That's fair. Uh, Brett, it occurs to me that we forgot to talk about a really important theme benefit at the beginning of this cast. Uh, the one where you get to take two Signar and two Kador and then as many Merchjacks as you want. <laughs> yup. <laughs> That's really relevant because we've been just talking about things. Um, yeah, let's talk I, about I this don't real often, fast. I guess it's not relevant in Mercs. Well, it is for Ashland. Yes, it is. So you can bring two Signar, two Kador, and any number of Merc Warjacks in this theme force. And That's Gallant. One of the, and Gallant. That's one of the benefits. Um... <clears throat> This gives casters that might not normally have access to arc nodes access to a lancer. Like, I'm looking at you, Ashlyn. Ashlyn, um, absolutely. Or Zerkova 1, for instance. Or Zerkova 2, maybe. Note um, that with Zerkova 1, her uh, spell range increase does not say on a non-channeled spell. Does it really? <laughs> yeah. <Wow. Okay. laughs> she has range 13 it's spells out of an there's, there's no reason it would ever need to say that in Kador. It's, <laughs> yeah. kind of it's like the same reason that they had to change Archon so that Martyrdom wouldn't work on them. Yeah. Yep. Change Martyrdom, um, right? Right. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Uh, other things that are really relevant <laughs> because of this, uh, very good warjacks that you might not be used to seeing are, like, chargers. Chargers are really good, and you can see them in any one of these factions played uh, alongside other stuff. Clamjacks? Uh, uh, Clamjacks? Devastator, Devastator and the Demolisher, I think, and yes. then the Spriggan. I don't think you're going to see as many of these because they're speed four and speed four is sad, but you could definitely see them on some of the escort casters. I, I definitely saw uh, one with Striker One. I'm like, that model's not dying. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then you can take things like the Galleon with any of these casters. Um, the Galleon with Snipe is really <coughs> gross. Um, I, I think it's good enough with Snipe to like consider with Striker One, even though the Blockader is probably better. Um, you can take the Blockader with any of these casters. Rocket uh, is just very good, Jack. Um, you can take the Hurricane, although I don't think most people will because of the score energy with your Archons. It turns off Flight, and Archons really like having Flight, turns out. So, yep, I don't think you'll see that very much. We talked about the Lancer. That's a really good thing to have. It's got an Arc Node. It's got the Cortex damage on its shield. Um, you might see some Marauders because it's still hard to beat that Jack for just like cheap yeah, punch in the face. Point. 10-point combos, my Jack. 11 points now, sir. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, you might see, um, like, a swashbuckler, or sorry, a swabber, um, which is another drag jack. I think uh, Gaston and um, a couple of the Signar casters with Snipe could really like that. Uh, and you'll see Tauros everywhere. because I think you'll, I think you'll also see Gallant everywhere. Yeah, and you'll see Gallant in a lot of lists. So, in, so I think Gallant we need to talk about. He's another Trixie one. Yep. Um, he has he has Sacred Ward, which is which is really annoying for a lot of casters. Like Stranglehold or TK doesn't work on him. Correct. Uh, he has Purgation, uh, which works on Animai, uh, mm -hmm. really fuck up someone's day. Um, he has um, he has Accumulator Morrowind. Um, yeah, so, so he's really easy to fuel. Yeah, so he'll power up for one, he'll accumulate another, so you only have to allocate him one, which a lot of these casters want to spend all their focus except for Striker <laughs> 1. Yep, Striker 1 is not interested. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also defense 13, armor 18 with a buckler, which is horrifying to kill if there's a Marwin Archon nearby. Yeah, 15, 19 is gross, or if it, like under Fiona's feet, he's actually, I don't think, killable. No. Um, yeah, I just don't think you can. Um... So yeah, he's really good. He's also got Shield Guard, which is bonkersly strong. If he's with uh, Cross Blaze, she can give her Sacred Ward if she's base-to-base -base with him. 
Um, um, shield guard, his... plus, like we said, you sometimes randomly have repairs, and so shield yep. guarding that's really funny. And then the other thing is, his buckler <laughs> is an open fist, so if you really have to, you can check something. Why the hell? I don't even understand. It is, right? I'm not wrong on that. No, you're absolutely okay. right. It's yeah. just weird. Yeah, so he's got a lot of really good rules. Also, his grid is backwards from most warjacks because he's built off an ironclad chassis. So if you've got something like you get to choose the column, don't choose the 5 and 6, which would be the normal right-handed killing the arm mode. Choose the 1 and the 2. Oh, those he are... He's left-handed? He's left-handed, yep. <laughs> That's amazing. He's based off of an ironclad, and they're all <laughs> left-handed. So... Because because of a due to an art mix-up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's some Mark One trivia for you. So, yeah, Gallant is very, very, very good. He doesn't have Pathfinder, but I've been taking the Pathfinder objective a lot and just sitting him by it. Yep. And uh, he doesn't threat that far, but boy, is he a good second wave after you've been stalled by Legion of Lost Souls for a round. That's kind of the moral of the whole story. The moral of the whole list is, boy, those models are all good counterpunchers. Yep. Yeah, no, sure. They sure all have shield guard. (laughs) Yes. Um, So things that are very good into flames include sprays, uh, more sprays. Desolators. Yeah, desolators are pretty good into non-resolutes, which is why I think resolutes are such a big deal. Um, So things like Sylvestro and tanks or like tons and tons and tons of cleansers or something. Uh, those are things that you don't want to play this this theme force into with most of the casters, unless they're inaccurate. In which case, the archon just screws them over. And then right, or or very short range, so they have to be close to the archon. Um, you also don't want to be playing a whole lot of like unboostable mat six seven things into this because you will start to get to the point where you just can't hit reliably we're, enough. We're, we're trying to tell them what to, what to play into this. Yeah, don't play mat six seven things that can't boost. That's what okay. I said. So yeah, uh, play play very accurate things um berserk is really good um like wild aggression stalkers yep um, grievous wounds is good yes. um yeah because you you need to be able to hit def 16 reliably um and then you need to be able to do it in a, in a wide swath so like and but the cool thing is because a lot of the stuff is shield guard they kind of clump up so if you can hit that reliably then it becomes uh, that's a really good way to deal with it yeah um, I think another thing that they really, really hate is, like, Razor Wall or Wall of Fire. Yes, things like that are really bad for most of the stuff in this theme force. Again, uh, I think that's why Resolutes are such a big deal. Yes, uh, I think uh, almost all of their um, almost all of their anti-upkeep stuff uh, requires targeting. Yep. Yeah, so you just, they just can't deal with terrain. Uh, do you still stand by uh, Cloud Walls being good against them? Um, less and less. Yeah, I think um, it depends on the caster. Uh, I think cloud walls are probably okay against like Ashlyn, right? Because she's not likely to be playing resolutes anyway. No, no way. Uh, and vigilance are not gonna engage as big of a portion of the table as the resolutes will. So like, I think they're good against Ashlyn. Probably pretty good against Fiona. Um, like you're just gonna have to deal with the fact that there's some things that have true sight in the list, like the archons, and you can't do anything about that. But that's that's important. Um, making sure, like, if you have to go second to give them lots of rough terrain to chew on, they don't like that. 
Um, um, I do think this list uh, has a weakness with going second. Uh, it doesn't have any way to, to boost the roll, so taking first away from them is not great. Yeah, you can definitely force them to take whichever thing you want. Um, and then, yeah, you need to be able to kill Archons, which is something that Brandon has been saying for a while now, and I think that's just kind of true. They're yeah, forcing the meta to adapt in a, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, like... that. So I made this decision kind of like on the spur of the moment, but I think I can write a lot of my LVO success into just putting the stupid Glimmer into my list. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Every time I walked past your table, it was like Glimmer and Bruns. Ah, now I need sixes. That's yeah. so much better. Yep. Yep. Yeah, bring a lot of rerolls if you can get them. <laughs> if you can, yeah. And then things that just murder infantry will still murder this list. Like, boy, does this not really want to play into Blood Gorgers? <laughs> or, <laughs> or like a whole pile of... Uh, like a critical mass of Doom Reavers will be a problem eventually, um, as long as you got ways to boost their accuracy. So, anti infantry stuff will work on this theme force. It just takes a little bit longer, and you have to be careful with your positioning. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is a this is, okay. It's it's not nearly the same power level as Iona, but I think it has a lot of the same uh, like tricks and traps that you can fall into. Sure. I think they're a lot less explosive. Um, like Lord of the Feast going in and killing six solos is not going to happen. Yeah, like any any one random warrior model will not kill every infantry model right. on your list. Like, but, yeah. but the units are far more effective than you think they're going to be. Yep. Yeah, those base stats are not nearly as bad as they look like they should be on the table. Yeah. And also, um, you they they don't pigeonhole themselves into a single role, except for the precursors. Yeah. Like, yep. like the gun unit melees extremely well. The melee unit guns extremely well. The the melee gun unit does both of those things very yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, the the tanky unit has pow thirteen on all its weapons. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So there, it's it's a really difficult theme force to play into because you have to have your fundamentals down really really well, or else it will punish you. So it's not like. The thing about Flames in the Darkness is that it doesn't have like a gimmick that you can just plan for. Like if you can deal with Harbinger and with uh, Martyrdom and Awe, playing into Harbinger is really easy. Well, before the before the Marwan Archon came out, Midnight Archon before, came out. Midnight Archon, sure, whatever. But like th- casters that have gimmicks or lists that have gimmicks, this one doesn't really. It's just got a lot of really solid models with some decent synergies, and it's got a lot of placement um, traps. So if if you're not good at dealing with placement traps, you're gonna get trapped i also feel like it's pretty good at 2019 scenarios yeah it spreads out really wide and it yeah. goes really really deep yes especially if you're playing double vigilance version um it oh, yeah. does not care how wide the table is <laughs> nope not even a little bit and since uh, a lot of the support is solo based um it, it can send a module to fight on any part of the table and not mm-hmm. involve the caster yep yeah, it's pretty caster agnostic. I will say, if you have ways to scalpel out the solos, and this is usually going to be spells, because so many of them are going to be hanging out next to shield guards, pl- that do that. Like The list like, starts to lose functionality so hard once the solos die. Yeah, if they're not careful with Throne, they're going to lose really bad. If you can kill Alexia 3, that's extremely bad for them. Um, yep. But spells don't kill her, so good luck. Yep. <laughs> so... Yeah, the, the solos are a lot of the the meat of the list in a lot of ways. You want to target down the the Marwan Ar- or the yeah the Marwan Archons as fast as you can. You want to target down the the damage buff solos as fast as you can. Uh, the units at their base stats are not that great, and the things that get them above the base stats are all not the caster. 
Except for the one that is the caster, in which case, good luck. Yeah, but I mean, that's only one buff instead of, like, ten. Sure. Circuit so. 2 is, yeah, Circuit 2 runs this list really well. Yeah, but they all do. <laughs> eh, Connie doesn't. Connie, sure. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> no. <laughs> cross doesn't. Oh, I hate Cross. I just built my Cross. I'm really excited to play a couple games then. I, I just found my Cross 1. <laughs> that's yeah. use, useful. I'm just building the mini crate cross one and using him as cross two because deal with it. <laughs> what was the mini crate cross? Is it? He's like a pirate. It's like a. It's like skull. Really? And cro- yeah. yeah. Skull yeah. and or yeah, like skull and crossbones. It's like cro- skull think, and so. crossbones or something like that. Yeah. I think that's what so it is. so here's how many Ashlands I own. I was going through my old models and I found ashes to Ashland just sitting there. Okay. Yeah, mine, mine's sitting in a. Yeah, mine's sitting I in my cupboard. I got I got an Ashland. That's how many I have. I have I have. I have a regular Ash. I think the only one I don't have one of is the the alt sculpt one with the flag. I oh, I have that. that one. I have um, the ba- I, I have the base one. I have the the statue one. Although I glued I, it because I'm not. I don't care. But I need a statue um, Ash Lindsay. Yeah, well, I've got one. Deal with it. My daughter carries it around saying it's hers. <laughs> it is named after her. I know. <laughs> it's, it's adorable. <laughs> I told her this is called Ashlyn, and she's like, "It's for me." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this through all the way. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I will okay. say the more the more games you can play into flames, uh, the better you'll be, uh, because it, it really is a, a faction or a theme force that requires some practice into to understand like if these models are placed like this, then that he can get buffs here, but if they're over here, then he can't get them here. So understanding where all those things can be is going to be critical. A lot of it is uh, the models don't really represent what the units do in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's fair. So like you you like reading the cards and then trying to piece together with what the models look like can really confuse you. Yeah, Legion of Lost Souls don't look all of them don't look like they have two inch melee. The resolutes <laughs> don't look like they charge. Um, or sorry, the the vigilance don't look like they charge. The resolutes. I was gonna say the exactly resolutes like look exactly are. like they do what they do. Yeah. Yes, they have an <laughs> enormous gun and an and enormous a sword. Like sword. that probably shoots and hits things, right? And you're like, yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, get some games in against it. It's it's a really interesting list to play against, I think, the couple of times that I have. And it's a really interesting list to play. So, Under no circumstances, allow Fiona to go first. Correct. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, she's I, a monster. I played, I played her a couple times going second. Like, oh, she seems pretty good. She seems pretty good. I won the role to go first once. I'm like, oh, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's Fiona. All right, I think that's that's about all we got. Yeah, I can. I, can I, I can't talk I can about Zerkova, so <laughs> good luck, I, guys. I, I haven't talked about, I haven't played Zerkova yet, but I just got Zerkova one and Zerkova two, so I'm gonna try her out in the next week or so. Sweet, I love Zerkova two, mostly because her artwork's phenomenal. Her artwork is amazing. I agree. Like I don't even usually like cater stuff that much, but she probably has like one of my favorite caster arts in the game. She's yeah, just, she just looks awesome. I just want to drop six thrall warriors in one turn and charge something that I had no business killing and killing it. <laughs> yeah, seems reasonable. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she become, that makes Alexia a Kador model. Yeah, so Alexia can make six thrall warriors, and you can run the ragman and the hermit up, and then cast their spells, <laughs> and you can walk up an entropic force, and then reposition, and then you can hexbolt something after the ragman and the hermit have done their thing with pow seventeen hexbolts. Yeah. <clears throat> Seems fine. It's it's a gimmick. I don't think it's great, but it's a gimmick. 
probably not even as good as the standards or COVID list, but the, the usual not. run the cavalry and sport. yeah, run the cavalry. Everything <laughs> dies. What just happened? <laughs> what? No, it, it is not as good as that. I almost guarantee it, but it's fun. Yeah. I killed your army with no inactivation attacks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Sounds good. Well, I want to give a big thanks to everybody supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> Well this done, is why well we have done, I know. Yeah, this is why I'm here. I'm not here to talk about flames. I don't know. I don't know shit about flames. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, those things sound neat. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, a huge thanks to everybody who does support us on Patreon. You guys are super awesome. It's just been killing it lately, and it's a huge deal for us, especially being able to get Jade and I out to some of these big events and yep. just meet everybody. I think I'm going yeah. to. I'm looking at PDX. Apparently. Yeah, I've <laughs> talked Chandler into like thinking. I'm looking at it. PDX yeah, I need to, I need to look at it. I need to see if it's possible. We need to go uh, to SoCal Showdown. <laughs> I that'd be really fun. I sadly there's, can't there's do a, that one. This there's year. a lot of yeah, there's a lot of stuff on the West Coast. I'd like to be able to try to make it too. So I'm hoping hoping I can start making that happen a bit more often. But uh, it's really the Patreon that helps us do those kind of things. Also helps justify it to our families and everything like that. <laughs> so it's a huge deal for us. If you do want to check that out, go to Patreon.com/LOSWarMachine. Just basically a tip for everything we do. There's various kind of levels you can do. Check that out. We also do quarterly raffles for models and things like that. So it's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. Also, big thanks to Broken Egg Games for their support. They've been pretty quiet. I think that's probably because Warcaster and other things. Probably. But um, it would not surprise me if we saw something about uh, Flames tokens at some point soon. I mean, I think it's just faction tokens for those factions, isn't it? And lots uh, of vengeance tokens with Marwin symbols. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's just a lot of weird little effects that it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know how they're handling it because it's like, it's it's sort of like a a token set that kind of covers a lot. It's kind of across a few factions. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Like technically speaking, so it's like you don't have to make like its own theme, yeah. like faction pack for it to make sense. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but if you do go to the uh, Broken Egg web store, you can use the code LOS5CODE. You get 5% off everything on their store. Also, big thanks to Tyson for sponsoring us. He's been fairly quiet uh, for the most part, aside from talking. Recovering from LBO. Yeah, recovering from LBO. It takes a while. Guy he works. finished all his Grimkin stuff, which was sweet. He did finish That's his cool. Grimkin stuff. It looks he did awesome. painting Monpox stuff. <laughs> he has yep. been painting Monpox stuff. Him. You yeah, can see that stuff on, on our Facebook page. Our Facebook. He's been yep. posting there. If you want to check his stuff out, go to figurepainters.com. He's got a lot of really awesome stuff on there. Our website is LOS War Machine. You see lots of articles coming through. Uh, Speaking of which, Jaden, post my Monpock article. Yes, sir. On it. <laughs> yeah, we also need to do a we need to do a breakdown of the, the Warcaster information that was released. Yes, we do. Um, which hopefully we'll have by the end of the week at some point, or maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Behind the curtain. <laughs> Behind the curtain. Yeah, welcome to the conversations we have all the time while we're not actually recording, usually. Uh, anyway, yeah, website, LOSWarMachine.com. You can see all the articles, all the stuff that we post through there. We've been pretty consistent about doing stuff Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, um, and the occasional kind of random thing in between those. Uh, yeah. Uh, our, uh, you can also find a whole bunch of podcasts on there. I always forget to mention that. Um, so how many are we up to now? Uh, like the thing because I don't remember five, four that are active I think five. Yeah, we got a Legion one, a Scorn one. So there's this terrible Pillars of Salt cast. It's, um, <laughs> it's gonna uh, become Pillars of Paint. Don't worry. Yeah, Disciples of Agony, Blight Makes Right, Storm Chamber, Judgment Day, and Field of Fire. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a whole bunch. Of, we we host a whole bunch of, of other casts on our website for various things. 
and uh, we're picking up more occasionally. So uh, I tried really, really hard to scout Morrow's name. <laughs> really, really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find us on Twitter at LOS underscore Chandler, at LOS underscore Jaden, or at ChokeObsessed underscore LL. I've actually uh, been checking mine because of the henchhold scroll. Nice. Yeah, I'm actually on mine quite a bit. Um, yeah. Email us at LOSWarmahords at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> Jaden remembers to check it. I always like, forget it exists until you mention something. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I check to, that about twice a day. So. I need I need to set it up to like notify me of things I, I just don't have a setup to do that and but we do check the facebook messages a lot oh, we yeah. do yeah we're i mean yeah most of us are on facebook enough that we definitely see facebook messages yeah uh, the only time i don't check the actual line of sight facebook messages is when i'm not at home and i'm on my phone because doing messages for pages on mobile is horrendous and i hate it and i just gave up on doing it anyway uh, I lost my spot. Where was I? <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook at Line of Sight. It's just a page we have on there. Uh, that is probably the easiest way to just literally see everything we've got going on. Or you can message yep. any of us on Facebook. Oh, I have an Instagram now. Ooh. Yeah, it's. I think it's just Jaden Iwasa. Woo! <laughs> if you want uh, some great modeling photos of Jaden in bikinis, go to Instagram. <laughs> hey, you gotta get those hits, Jaden. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm sure it's painting stuff or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it is painting stuff. That's why I mentioned it. There's like pictures of my Morrow and Archon work in progress up there. So very cool. One yep. percent chance of bikinis. No, it's much less than that. <laughs> hey man, that's one out of a hundred images. They're they're gonna be in there before long. All right, everybody. Uh, that's pretty much it. We'll see you guys next week. Warcaster. 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 For line of Warcaster. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be Neo line of sight. Oh, there it is. <laughs> line of sight Neo Mechanica. It's it's perfect. Um, that's all you have Neo to do. Fight? You just like hmm. line of racks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, no, that's a better podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>